Welcome back to the Game Chat Podcast, Sunday, July 23rd. And we got almost the full Game Chat crew back. It is myself joined by Eli Reed, and then Cole is back here in Boise for the week. Great to be back. Yeah, part of the summer crew now. Yeah. 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 Not not fully apart. You're, you're a guest on the summer like Game Chat. Like a guest Chat. episode. Like I, I make a return appearance for the sitcom. Yeah. Wow, good, good, good <laughs> yeah. lead-in, because we are doing a sitcom draft uh, on this podcast. That'll be coming up later. We're going to do position like equivalent to Michael Scott coming back in the office. Like you guys missed me so much. And now I'm back. You were the show. I, were the, I was the show. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So we're going to do the sitcom character draft in a little bit. We've been hyping that one up. So I'm excited to, uh, to finally do it. And then we're going to, Last podcast, we did a big Dynasty episode. We went through all the Dynasty teams. We didn't get to call Cole. Cole's at work. Do you want to... Should we... Let's start with that. Let's start with a recap on your team. Then we'll do some of the hot takes. We'll run through the the last week of of daily hot takes, which I haven't done in two days. That's okay. Um, (laughs) Take the weekend off. Yeah. No one expected me to do it every day. Business days only. I'll be honest. I, I expected it every day, but that's just me. Yeah. No, you can start uh, posting them if good. you want. You're good. You're good. I was joking. That's too much pressure for me. When um, I saw you were doing a daily hot take until the, every day of the football season, I was like, wow. We're going to hit some takes. No, it was ambitious. It was ambitious. <laughs> um, all right, Cole. Let's start with you. Reed, do you want to read off Cole's uh, dynasty starting lineup? Yep. I got you. Let me get it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, here you are. All right. Well, Cole. you didn't read it off last time, Eli. I know, I know. I... <clears throat> okay. Oh, did you want to do it? No, no. Because that's what my I don't want to do it. I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to do it. Okay. So Cole's team of winners uh, is Patrick Mahomes, Ramondre Stevenson, Travis Etienne, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Mark Andrews, Garrett Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and then Jack. Uh, yeah, bench is Kirk Cousins, Tyler Huntley, Bailey Zappi. Will Levis, he's got Devin Singletary on there. He has Tyler Algier, Isaiah Pacheco, Zach Charbonnet, DJ Moore, Hollywood Brown, Sky Moore, and yeah, Noah Fant. Noah Fant, yeah. 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 So let's hear it, Cole. Um, I think kind of like the last two years, my team is really dependent on if Lamar Jackson is healthy or not. I really think if Lamar is healthy... I don't think it's overly ambitious to say I should be in the... I, I, I think I should... I'd be disappointed if I wasn't in the championship if Lamar Jackson stays healthy this year. Um, especially with Mark Andrews on my team, too. Mark Andrews is a lot more valuable of a player once Lamar is on the team. Um, Garrett Wilson and Devonta Smith are I'm a little worried about, but I also think they could be really good players, too. Um, I know with Rodgers... Garrett uh Rogers tends to if he finds a receiver he really likes he really likes them and targets them a lot so hoping Wilson is that guy um yeah the two Philly receivers is a little um worrisome just because I don't know I feel like they're not going to be as good as last year but I still think they're top 20 receivers at least um yeah I, I have Mahomes on my team too that always helps um <laughs> yeah. I, I think I I didn't I think we talked about this on the last show. I was surprised that Garrett Wilson he was not that great for fantasy last year. Yeah, I mean he he, he was could, 20 21 he finished in PPR. 
Yeah, he definitely had he had he was very boomer bust. I think he had how many games? Week two he had thirty points, and then twelve and thirteen he had like twenty five. Half his games were under six points too. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking like week four he had he went week four to week seven. He went six five one six. Like he just I don't know. He's he's in talks and in conversations for like like a top five dynasty wide receiver or for sure a top ten dynasty wide receiver, and I don't know. I just I was a little underwhelmed when I looked at his stats. I think, though, I mean, he had the worst quarterback in the NFL on his True. team last year. True. And then, and, I mean, he was really the only guy on that offense. Like, it was him. I don't think Corey Davis wasn't Corey Davis hurt. Brees Hall was hurt. Conklin. Like, I mean, he didn't have a whole lot going for him with that offense. Yeah. It's kind of a dumpster fire. And I think Aaron Rodgers really helps. No matter what you think of him, he's an upgrade for Zach Wilson 100%. So, um,. And he was a rookie. And he was a rookie, so I yeah. feel like he's got to get. I mean, he was he had flashes of where he showed he was. Oh yeah, for sure. He was a guy. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I traded for Ramondre this off season. I gave up. I don't know if I gave up too much, but I definitely gave up a lot for him, and it made me a little worried seeing that Leonard Fournette was working out with the Patriots this week. Um, but I think Etienne and Ramondre, my, my, with running backs, I feel like you just got to have a bunch of them and hope that they don't get hurt because one of them, at least one of them for sure is going to get hurt. One of them is probably going to get benched and one of them is just going to suck. So, um, that's been my strategy is just stockpiling running backs. Um, yeah. Um, looking at my roster, I think I've traded for everyone in my starting lineup except Etienne and AJ Brown. Dang. You drafted Lamar. No, I trade. I mean, I traded up for to get. You Lamar. traded the pick, yeah, yeah. And then, I guess I drafted Garrett Wilson too, but yeah, Cole's Cole's a big trade guy. That's like I spend usually last year. I spent my nine a.m. classes trying to trade. And trade <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't. I don't think that surprises anyone no, in our I dynasty spend, league. <laughs> a lot of texts. Um, I'm excited about Pacheco. I think DJ Moore could be good. Brown, I think is just gonna. He, there's no one else there. He's got to, someone's got to catch the football. Wait, did you say you drafted ETN? Yeah. Yeah. That was the one you said. Okay. Yeah. But ETN had to, he didn't play the first year. So. And AJ Brown, he drafted. That's what I said. It besides AJ Brown and ETN. Oh, okay. So not your entire starting lineup. No, he said all of his starting lineup except yeah. for those. Yeah. I was just going through. Sorry. Was, More than 50%. Yeah. No, no. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's impressive. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. All right. Cool. Yeah. Let's think- do some. No, what else did you have? Sorry. I was just going to say, I think Matthew and Anthony are the other, definitely, I was listening to you guys' podcast. I think they're the other two um, best teams. I think Brandon has That's a what really I was about good to say. team, especially after the trade he just made to get Diggs and Chubb. Um, I, I like yours better than Duffy's. I think I, think I, I like yours the best. I think besides... I think you have the best team. I think Anthony's definitely the team I'm most scared of, and but then I think Brandon's probably number two, just because Brandon yeah. has. You look at how many running backs he has too, and um, he just got his starting his quarterbacks. I mean, he's got Herbert, Tua, Deshaun. Like he has three potential mm-hmm. top ten finishing quarterbacks. The only thing I'd be worried about is he's just kind of old. But which I mean, if you're win now, yeah, you trade for older players and just kind of go for it. Yeah, I think you have better running back depth than Brandon. Because he he does have those big three Chubbs Jacobs er, and Barkley, but then his next best is Antonio Gibson, and then other yeah, than that, he just doesn't right. have anyone else he can play on his bench. So like, if you're kind of saying one of these guys is going to get hurt or one of them's not going to play very well, then he definitely doesn't have the depth that you that you do. Yeah. Well, and Jacobs and 
Saquon are both part of the whole like running back group chat thing. Yeah. It's like <laughs> possible that they that they didn't get their contracts figured out. So it's like it's possible that one or both of them don't even play this year. Yeah. Chubb is on a contract, but I'm pretty sure he was in that Zoom as well. He was. He was there. Um, but those were the two main running backs who were supposed to get yeah. extended and yeah. paid a lot of money this year, or a lot of money for a running back, which isn't very much. But uh, So, I mean, there's potential that he has one starting running back. And the thing also about Brandon's team, and this isn't a slight at Brandon because I think they're all good players. I think all of them have had their career years Besides his quarterbacks, probably. I think Saquon, Jacobs, Adams, Diggs, Waller, and Chubb have probably had their best year already, in my opinion. But even if they have their third or fourth best year, they probably, he probably still has a good shot to win the league. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, if they all have another career year, he's winning the league yeah. blindfolded. Yeah. So, um, Anthony's team, Anthony has enough depth on his wide receiver. He could trade for like a starter on my team and he wouldn't have to give up another starter on him. I know, his like wide receivers he, are so good. Like he has, he just has Christian Watson sitting there like on the bench. Like that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I like Anthony's team a lot. His team is, his, he's loaded. Yeah, that's it. All right, we'll come back to the the position groups in a minute. Um, let's do some hot takes of the days. I think we have six since we've done our last podcast. Because I remember the last one I think we did was we talked Brandon was, was Steelers go 500 for the first time. Yeah. So um, this one was from July 15th from Stuart McDonald. He said the Saints win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl. Whoa. <laughs> I let Reed go. That's hot. That's <laughs> piping hot. I love it. I love it. But it is piping hot. I don't see that happening. I think uh, you could say they would. They will win the NFC South, but then I don't think that's that hot. Like, yeah, that's not that hot. No. They're, they're the favorites, I think. Right, exactly. But winning the entire NFC, which I mean, it's – I mean – the Niners and the Eagles are probably like the teams that are going to be in that spot, but there's no way in hell either the Saints beat either yeah. of those teams. They don't <laughs> even compete with. They probably have to beat both. If they, to oh, hundred percent. Yeah, they're yeah. going to have to go through a lot of tough competition. They're not going to be able to handle it. Next one was Brock Purdy does not start more than eleven games. This is from Matthew Johnson. I feel like that's. That's lukewarm. Yeah, I don't know if that's that hot. I just don't know because he might not be available to play the first game of the season, right? Like, mm-hmm. he's got like. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I, I should have probably asked Matthew a little bit more about it, but I wonder if it was like more that was more injury related or like well, was it performance related too? Because that would be, I think, a little bit more hot. Is that Brock gets benched yeah. for performance, not injury, or like Darnold or Lance is starting a playoff game? Well, that would be wild. What too. do you What do you think is hotter? Uh, I'm trying to think. So out of those three guys, like uh, Lance getting benched, Darnold getting benched, Purdy getting benched for performance. Like say they, like all three of them, there's like a chance that they could go out week one. It's not like definitive it's Trey Lance. It's not definitive it's Purdy's probably not because of his injury, but like it could be Darnold, who knows. Like say they start out. What would be the hottest? What would be the hottest take of the three? Does I that, feel like the hottest one to me would be that Sam Darnold gets the job and keeps the job. Yeah, yeah. Because that. Do you one, think in Shanahan's offense? Oh, I think it's completely possible. I just think that's the that to me is the most unlikely scenario. Yeah, that's yeah. 
I wouldn't yeah. put it. I'd put it like ten percent though. I don't think it's like no impossible. I'm, that's to, I guess oh, to, no, to, yeah. Reed's, to Reed's point. Like that's Shanahan's offense. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's. I it, by no stretch is it impossible, but I think I think Shanahan's just smart enough to know in general that like we have <laughs> we've seen enough from Sam Donald to know that he he's not good (laughs) so they know what the other two that they have is probably going to be better than Mm -hmm. than than that so that's i think why i would say it's the hottest is i just i don't know i i I can see i think what's more likely to me is like trey wins the starting job gets benched because he sucks and then either brock comes back healthy and takes over or sam darnold comes off the bench and is better than they thought the thing mm-hmm. that's funny about that team is I don't think the quarterback is a huge deal. Like, I could see all three of them starting and all three of them, like, doing fine. They could all be the number one. Team. I mean, they had three last year, yeah. so. Right. I don't think, I think it's, like, what you said, Jack, it's Shanahan's offense and the skill position players are so loaded that, like, you just kind of have to be, you have to be, yeah. like, a point guard. You're a facilitator. Uh, next one was Brandon Williamson. Sam Laporta is top five in receiving yards for tight ends. Yeah, that's pretty hot. I mean, I love it. Yeah. I think it's great yep. for my dynasty <laughs> team. <laughs> um, yes. I, I feel like most people probably that are listening don't even know that Sam Laporta is. He's a tight end, rookie tight end for the for the Lions. Iowa. I mean, who are, like, if Kelsey's healthy, he's a lock. Mark Andrews is a lock. Hawkinson. Probably Hawkinson. But then, I mean. Yeah, would you, see, would you say Hawkinson is a lock, though? No. Maybe not. No. I wouldn't say so. I'd say there's two locks. Yeah, because I don't. Kittle gets injured so much, and yeah. there's so many guys there. Goddard, but I wouldn't call Goddard a lock either. Would you? For top five, no. Yeah. Top five, I, top five in yard. Probably not Pitt. I don't here know. Was, here was here was maybe Evan Ingram. Last year, the top five for receiving yards were Kelsey at thirteen eighty eight or thirteen thirty eight. Wow. <laughs> Second was Hawkinson at nine fourteen. Third, Mark Andrews, eight forty-seven. Fourth, Evan Ingram, seven sixty-six. But Reed's new Evan Ingram, and fifth. So fifth was Kittle at seven sixty-five, and Kittle put in fifteen games. So he need seven hundred and sixty-six yards. I think it's definitely possible. I mean, yeah, yeah. He had Goddard played in twelve last year. Goddard would have had it if he played for more than that. Like he averaged more yards per game. Goddard was second in that, in yards per game for for tight ends. But again, he only played twelve. Ninjoku only played fourteen. I think you're right. I think after those two guys, if they're healthy, then it's just kind of like there's a whole bunch of like maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. That's what like you if could give me a bunch of names, and I'm like, yeah, I guess, sure. Oh, hundred percent. I do think though, if Kittle plays a full season, that he's the closest to a lock out of yeah i i would agree with goddard too if goddard plays the whole season yeah those two were he's he's really good those two uh andrews also only played 15 games last year and he was third and tyler huntley was his quarterback yeah so those guys are definitely but they've played long enough now that we know that they don't stay healthy very often the whole season so which is crazy that kelsey does yeah, being th- he's going into he's this this yeah. season, he is going into it being thirty three years old, thirty two or thirty three, seven time number one fantasy uh, points for tight ends. I think I think Laporta has a chance if they use him the way that they would use Hawk. Like if he is actually their number one tight end, then I think they have the weapons for him to get seven hundred yards. Tight end, 
Yeah. Oh, you go, Cole. Tight end's just so weird because, like, it also depends on the wide receivers, too. Like, is there, if That's there's not I mean. a true number one, like Evan Ingram, like, they didn't really have a true number one on that team. So, like, Evan Ingram kind of had to be, was another, like, pass catching option. More, so. He was more of a receiver than a tight end, totally. honestly. Like, he's, he's, he's not a very how, big, like, he's not a very big guy. Uh, that's kind of like TJ Hawkinson there. Like they had Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it wasn't, he didn't get the, he's a true number one. He's a really good receiver. So, I mean, and you can look at it multiple ways is like they have a number one receiver taking up targets or they have a number one receiver that they have to respect. And then it's like, Oh, that opens up the tight end. It opens up the middle, whatever it is. So I don't know. Yeah. To, to it's be, definitely possible to be fair to legit. Christian Kirk's the number one. I he had he had one in 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 Arizona. He only he only started eleven games. He played in a lot a couple more. He had seventy seven catches for almost a thousand yards. Last year he had eleven hundred yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah, no, and eighty four catches. Oh jeez, that's really. He good. had a really really good year. How he many is, games did he play last year? He played seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. He's but, an, he's that's a number one. But no, I mean, he's lining up in the slot most of the time. And I mean, Christian Kirk Ridley's going to be there. I think Kirk is their number one. They paid him to be their number one. You might, yeah, you might he, just just because he's not a top ten fantasy wide receiver does not mean he's a number one receiver on an NFL team. I think I I guess I tend to for tight ends think it's more with Kelsey as being the exception that they tight ends can be better when you have an outside threat. That's what I think was like helped Evan Ingram is that they had a, they like teams had an outside threat which allows a tight end to work a little bit more over the middle. Uh. I mean, Mark Andrews doesn't really have one either. Him and Kelsey. True. I guess him him and Kelsey um, would be my exception. Um, what are uh, I'm going to look at Goddard's like stats from the year before and mm-hmm. then this year with AJ. Um, one thing I saw for just like normal fantasy football one year, if you have the third pick, let's say Jefferson and McCaffrey go one and two, would you pick Kelsey number three? I'd go Chase. You go Chase. I think Chase might be the number one receiver in fantasy. Whoa. Over Jefferson? I was listening to the the fantasy footballers really like Chase. Oh, really? Yeah, they also Cooper Cup and and Tyree Kill are up there for me too. Would you take where would you take Kelsey then? You could I I would take him five or six, but but I think in my opinion Chase Hill and Cooper Cup are above him still. That's fair, but that's because you need two wide receivers. You only need one tight end. Yeah. Um. Dallas Goddard's stats were worse this year than they were the year before with AJ Brown coming in they were worse this year yeah so the outside receiver he also only played benefit 12 games though that's right? true but he had the same amount of catches they also have two prominent receivers like right got- but before they he they didn't have any and his stats were better yeah maybe it doesn't matter maybe it's i don't just- know i think it's <laughs> i think it's based on the offense more yeah. like like the chiefs had like obviously they had tyreek hill that the speed and the outside threat, but like Kelsey is so good at just finding soft spots in the offense where it's kind of like almost like there's no play called right. where Mahomes and him can just. Yeah. He's a little bit different. Like, yeah. And I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it's a lot more about how like, like schemes and stuff, how the offense is run connection with your quarterback. Too. That yeah. too, for sure. I don't know. We'll see though. I, I definitely think though after if uh, Andrews and get a little closer to the mic if Andrews and go. Kelsey are healthy I think then after that I mean three's really a toss up between like five or six guys I think that's yeah pretty reasonable to say 
Uh, next one was Patriots finish with their worst season under Bill Belichick. It's from Barack Olson. What is what is their worst? I think their worst is technically when Brady was hurt. That's what I thought. The oh, yeah. ACL season. Um, I have a really tough time seeing they their worst like their offense is worse when they actually have an offensive coordinator. Like I don't know about you guys. Like they didn't have an offensive coordinator. They had two defensive coordinators pl- yeah. calling plays for them. I feel like your offense has to get better. Yeah, that is true. I still don't. Yeah, I don't. I I don't. I still don't think they're good. But that is a good point. Like, how could they get worse by getting an OC? Their defense will still be solid. I when think. was uh, when did Belichick's when was his first season being the coach? I'm looking at that. It was so I'm looking at his record by year. His first season he was five and eleven. That's what I'm seeing too. It's five and eleven. But that doesn't seem like it should count. So then his next one will be 2020. Where he was seven and nine. Let's go off seven and nine. Yeah, I think that makes more yeah. sense. I, I yeah. Five and eleven was before he was Bill Belichick. Yeah. So, so less than seven wins. Yeah, and that was with sixteen games. So let's say seven and ten. Seven and ten would be their worst. Yeah, because that's worse. Seven and ten is worse than seven and nine. Because his second worst was eight and eight nine. And nine. Yeah. So we'll go up with the seventeen game season. Seven and his ten. Worst is eight and nine. So say it's seven. And 10. Yeah. Okay. I I think that's definitely possible. Oh yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. in that division, if the Jets are good, they and could, the Dolphins stay healthy. That could be that could be six losses like right off the bat. Yeah. That is, although I will say I. That I uh, I'd be shocked if they won the division. I would not be shocked if they were second. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I think that division. I mean, there's a lot of teams. I think all three of those teams at the top could could fall. No. Yeah, I agree. Even the Bills. I don't think the Bills are. But I could see all of them being in the AFC. Championship. Exactly. Yeah. That's so. That's I guess what my point is. I couldn't see the Patriots in the AFC. Championship. No, I meant no, no, I don't no. think. He, I, I think, think he was talking about the other three. I don't know if I could see the Jets in there either. I could if Rodgers is good. If Rodgers is even like top, just like Geno, Kirk Cousins level, I think that team like, is still really. They had bad. they had a pretty solid defense, and they so did like have a very if, good if they can if they can just have like a consistent offense, like I think I think they'll be hard to beat. But I I agree. I not the Patriots. Yeah. No. In that in the man, I hope that doesn't come back to bite. We're us, get that's such an easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would say is it do they like is it possible for sure? Yeah. But I think it's a hot enough take. Like I like, I like that. Yeah, it's yeah. seven and ten for Bill is is bad. Uh, next one's from Mitch. Amon Ra breaks the single season record for receptions. I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening either. The amount that Cooper Cup was targeted, and he didn't break it. Cooper Cup was used like a running back the last two years he was playing, and yeah, he didn't break it. Um, did he break it? I think he maybe he. The I thought he led the league. We could even if he didn't, I couldn't see Amon Ra even getting. Michael Thomas has it. Yeah, hmm. I couldn't see Amon Ra getting as many receptions as Cup did that one season. Especially like you just can't get that amount of usage. You're gonna have to use Jameson when he comes back. You just spent you spent a first round pick on him. You spent a second round pick on the Porter. You spent a first round pick on Gibbs, who's supposed to be a pass catching back. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. The Rams the Rams didn't have a pass catching back. I guess they kind of had Tyler Higby, but Tyler Higby was basically their wide receiver too because they didn't have anyone else. Mm. It was just Cup. Yeah, Cup was four receptions shy. Do you know who has the all-time target r- record? Is it Calvin Johnson? No. Dang. Larry. Andre. Jones. Targets in a season. Have we watched them play, or is it like an older player? Um, I think you know who this is. 
Uh, Calvin was second, though. Is it uh, Chris Carter? Marvin Harrison. Uh-huh. 205. Jeez. Oh. Yeah. 205 targets. <laughs> Can you imagine getting like 205 carries? Like, that's a lot of carries. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's insane. All right, and then the most recent one. I would say that's from, a hot take from Mitch. Like, that's a really yo, hot take. Yo, it's flaming. I don't think he believes Sorry, it, though. So. Uh, then it was Reed. Darren Waller will lead the Giants in receptions. Whoa. Receiving yards. Sorry, up. receiving yards. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I honestly wouldn't say that's that hot just because I think that's he's probably their best option right now. Like they get Sterling Shepard back, they'll have Darius Slayton, they'll have Wandell Robinson back, they just drafted Jalen Hyatt. Isaiah Hodgins. It's just a bunch of Cole yeah, Beasley. It's just a bunch of guys where it's like, I don't know. Yeah, a lot of number threes. Yeah. So I, I don't I when I said it I was like mm, yeah I mean who knows and then I was like that's not that hot like he could he could lead that team with like eight hundred yards I feel who like. do you think was it it was last year Richie James who's second five hundred sixty nine was it Hodgins third three hundred fifty one Saquon like, Isaiah Hodgins only played eight games I was about to say he got signed like halfway through the season. <laughs> yeah, he was he was there. Uh, he was almost the leader in yards per game. Uh, Daniel Bellinger. No, Saquon had three thirty eight. Da- Bellinger two sixty eight. Mm. Darius Slayton ah. seven twenty four, uh. and two touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Mm. The, the credit to Daniel Jones though is he didn't turn the ball over in yeah. five picks. I texted you a hot take on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I haven't I haven't posted in a couple of days. Cole, go give yours. Can I read mine? Yeah. Geno Smith is an MVP finalist. So that's top three or five? I think MVP's five. I think it's three. Yeah, it's either three or five. I think for they either do. I think they do three for all of them, and then MVP, they do five. Who would have been the five last year? I think it was... Um, I thought it was Mahomes, Hurts, and Allen. I think they had like Justin Jefferson on there and someone else. Okay, but maybe let me. They made it five so that they could put like a skill position player just to say <laughs> it's, it's not a quarterback. Just to award. say they're like, no, it's not just a quarterback award. Oh. He, he nominated. Dude, me and Reed were looking at odds, and the highest non-quarterback was Christian McCaffrey at plus twenty-two hundred. 22,000. 22,000. Not 2,200. 22,000. That's wild. I mean, yeah, it's true, yeah. though. I, it was five? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good job. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Hurts, Jefferson. Huh. Yeah. So I say he's. That was my hot take. He's. The only problem is I just read off those five names, and that is a. That is hard to picture Geno Smith being on there instead of one of those guys. Yeah, I think that's it's true. I think it's hot. I think it's hot. I don't think it's. I think it's pretty hot. I don't think there's a zero percent chance. There's never a zero percent chance. No, I'd say <laughs> anything, it's like, but I think I still think it's pretty hot. I'd say he's got like a fifteen twenty percent. So I, it's hot, but not like I, it's hot. My yeah. thinking was, let's if JSN is actually a dude, then you got three really good guys on that that you're throwing to, and there's a real possibility you it's can like, throw for like they're all it's three. like 35 points a game ultimate spread just like throwing just the throw, ball and i talking about it now it's really hard to see pete carroll doing that but what do you think he is in odds to win MVP? where do you think he ranks as odds not what are his odds but where what where do you think he ranks in odds to win mvp i bet he's eighth 
I was going to say 10th. I was going to say 10th as well. So I'll say 11th. 14th. (laughs) Who is ahead of him? Obviously, Allen, Burrow, Mahomes are all the same. Herbert, Hurts, Jackson. Rodgers, Lawrence, Dak. Rodgers, Lawrence, Dak, and Tua are all the same. And then the guys that are ahead of him are also ahead of him. Justin Fields, Deshaun Watson, Jared Goff. And then right behind him, Jordan Love. <laughs> Jordan that's, Love has better odds than Russell Wilson. That's hilarious. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is... <laughs> I was just going to say, what are his odds? Kirk is lower than... So it goes, Geno's plus 3,000. Jordan Love and Derek Carr are both 3,500. Russ, Kenny Pickett, Brock Purdy, plus 4,000. Kirk, plus 5,000. Can we put money on that right now? I really... That is yeah. like... What? Brock Purdy is... That one shocks me because they don't even know like he'll play the whole season. They're saying it's better odds to... I also... The two other ones I like, Matthew Stafford plus 6,000. Kyler Murray plus 10,000. Kyler. You wow. can't get off the Kyler. Uh, I mean, no, I... I, he, I 10,000 is good. If they're, if, they're a, if they're a playoff team and he has good stats, how would you not... Like, they were projected number one pick. Yeah. Think about think about this. It's getting to be that time where the MVP hype is it's it's ramping up. The Cardinals, they got a decent record. They got a trash team, a new head coach, a quarterback fresh off of an ACL tear. And they're heading to the wild card. Mm-hmm. I think his name's in that. I, I think his too. name is in there. Just saying. His name was in there not the year before last year. But they'd have to I can see him doing really good, but I can't see their team doing really good. Like, talk closer to the mic. They're like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, I like. I still think their just team as a whole is really bad. Have you guys like, looked at that roster? That roster is like, oh, it's so bad. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but ten, that's that's odds are crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think is he going to be ready by week one though? No, but he could play fifteen games and still be in it. Yeah, that's true. especially if they start out zero and two, and then make the playoffs. 15 and 2. 15 and 2. Right. <laughs> he goes 15 and 0. <laughs> For the Kirk thing, though, one thing about the Kirk thing, I think one reason why his odds are so low is if he is like passing, like he's leading the league in passing, Justin, I feel like Justin Jefferson gets that nod to the end. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. And I think in the same vein as that, I don't know how much better of a season the Vikings can have than last yeah. year. And same with him. Like, I don't think their offense can have a much better. No, I, like I don't know. We were just watching that episode of Quarterback when uh, they were somebody gave him like the MVP hype. Do you I think it was a cut from like NFL Network, and they were like, "Kurt, why isn't Kirk's name mentioned in MVP?" And I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know, based on just numbers, like I, I think if it wasn't Kirk, he would be. But I think that's our pro. Like if there was somebody else's name attached right. to his stats, if he was yeah. named Joe Burrow, which, or Patrick which is Williams. sad. Yeah, it is totally sad. I, well, just, I think it's. Is wait is Justin Fields ahead of him? Yeah, that, I think yeah. that's a. I think that's stupid. Way ahead. I mean, Justin Fields is eleventh. I think that's tied for eleventh. He could be tenth. I I don't like that. No, it's but I, that's, I don't like that at all. I think they that's kind of what they know. Like that they're they're making a pretty strategic gamble. The odds makers gamble. They use that. Like they know. I mean, look, Kirk had forty five hundred yards last year. I think if the and I think if the Bears win the division, there's a re, there's a really good chance that Fields is an MVP finalist. I think if the Vikings win the division, you're like, oh, the Vikings won the division. They were the favorite. Like, yeah, and you're you right. Know, Justin Jefferson probably gets the hype, and know, if, Jordan Addison might be like, 
Well, well <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do, um, let's go to our Dynasty League. Let's do the room rankings. So we kind of mentioned this a little bit on last week's show. Um, me and Eli, we're, maybe we mess around with it just by ourselves, Eli, off the pod, um, doing the like spreadsheet where we actually rank them one to 10. I think it'd be too long to do this and too confusing for the listeners if we went through each position and ranked them one to 10 because they don't have yeah. the lists or the rosters in front of us. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a series of Instagram posts. Yeah. Probably. So I like Cole. Cole ranked them all together. Like, yeah, I just did nine like top, like just like position, like position groups from a team that I thought yeah. was really So give good. us like your number one was. I don't even think this is being like cocky. I think my quarterbacks is the number one. Like, if you were got to pick a room from a team, I think you'd pick Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Kirk Cousins first. I think that's the number one pick. Yeah, who are your other? I have Will Levies and Bailey. Sorry, who are your, who are like two and three? For quarterbacks? No, for, on your list. Oh, (laughs) uh, number two is Anthony's wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, Christian Watson, Christian Kirk. Um, Let me pull up the rest of them. Um, Brandon Ayuk. Deontay Johnson, Jacoby Myers, Darius Slayton, Chase Claypool. That's pretty loaded. Um, yeah, that's insane. Then uh, number three, this was before uh, Reed traded for Evan Ingram, so I might have to bump him down. I have Matthew's tight ends. He has Travis Kelsey. I think that's probably the best person you can plug into one position still. So you're a big, you're just a big Kelsey guy. I'm a huge Kelsey guy. Yeah, I've noticed that on this pod so far. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'd, I think I would pick a number. I wouldn't. I think I'd pick Chase before. I, okay, so we have to make, I guess, this this clarification. We like me, Reed, and Eli kind of talked about this when we were doing the the breakdown of the Dynasty pod. He's 33. So if you're ranking, if we're ranking these rooms based on a Dynasty league. Can you say he's in the top? And this is something that me and Eli were kind of discussing with making this like spreadsheet where each position is worth some. Like tight ends has got to be the lowest. Yeah, probably. But he's still let the bench for his tight end. Yes, yes. He has Kincaid and Goddard on the bench. After trading. After Evan trading Ingram. Evan Ingram. So he's still, I mean, he's got the most hyped up prospect, one like the most valuable rookie tight end, and he still got Goddard, who probably could be a top five wide tight end. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I was just more like, is Kelsey really that valuable? Where single handedly he's making himself like a what is he fifth on your rankings? Tight ends, Matthews tight ends, sixth, three, three, three. Yeah, that's Whoa. ridiculous. He's a thirty three year old tight end. I know. I it's think. Really good. I, I yeah, think Brandon's probably, running backs are above it. Though. I do too. You're probably right. Yeah. I just think it's hard to put a 33-year-old tight end, even if he's Travis Kelsey, as the third best room. Yeah, I think that's fair. What were you going to say, Reed? Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, uh, I remember not long ago I was looking at like dynasty tight end rankings, and Travis Kelsey is still in the top like top three or top five, Yeah, even though he's that old. Like, yeah. Goddard is in the top three, uh, and what's his name? Um, Kincaid. Dalton Kincaid oh. is one of the, like out of the tight ends that have been drafted in the last three years, I'd say, and I, I think he's honestly like competing with Kyle Pitts right now for most vi- valuable young tight end within the last two or three drafts because Kyle Pitts has been bad for fantasy. Yeah, he's young and he's kind of a unicorn player, but he's not used and 
everybody thought maybe he'd have a comeback season last year, which is weird to call it a comeback season because he didn't come back from anything other than scoring one touchdown <laughs> in 16 games. Kyle Pitts has been bad. I'd say that Kincaid is probably the most valuable tight end within the last three years. And we knew like all along that Pitts wasn't really – like his quarterback situation was murky at best. And Right, but when you're a tight end, you kind of – tight ends, they don't benefit from having like a backup step in, but I would rather have it say uh, like last year, for example, when um, Lamar goes down. You would like it didn't necessarily happen, but you would think that Mark Andrews benefits more than whoever their wide receiver one is because tight end is looked at more of like a safety blanket. So those those guys are throwing check downs and shorter throws and getting the ball out quicker and throwing safer throws where tight ends are running those like stick routes, hitches, hook routes, and like routes into the flat. And then like your receivers are going more downfield and coaches aren't as confident in their backups throwing these like more complicated uh routes and all this stuff like in-game situations that matter so you like for me when i look at it if i like if if i have a quarter if i have a tight end and their quarterback goes down i'm not too worried about it just because of that are you we're talking about fantasy right like yeah kincaid and pitts right but if you like a better quarterback helps. Right. I, he I, does, I, I get what but, you I get what you're saying. Like a bad quarterback isn't gonna like hurt. Right. Better quarterback is still gonna help. Right, but I'm saying like, like if Pitts if, was on the Bills It would instead, help him. But it, I think at the same time they different. they have Marcus Mariota who doesn't have the greatest arm, so he's throwing more like like he's not challenging downfield as much as say Josh Allen is or Patrick Mahomes is like you I don't know those kind of like backup quarterbacks are throwing like safety blanket routes more often and that's what I'm saying with like tight ends is they are more likely to benefit from that than a receiver is I'm losing track of what the how this like pitch started yeah. Pitts should it shouldn't hurt him that much have at tight end having a worse quarterback. Say like if you're taking receivers from the Falcons and the Bills, obviously like Drake London is gonna have a worse season than Stephon Diggs. Like because Diggs and Allen have a better connection, Allen's a better quarterback, he's throwing downfield routes, like more complicated route concepts. Whereas like tight end a lot of tight end routes like throughout all the teams are pretty like stock and they're pretty similar and they're not super downfield and like they're more like like I'm saying safety blankets. So it's like they're still getting looks at like like a stick route or a hitch, stuff like that, like inside finding soft spots. That's what I'm saying. So like having a bad quarterback doesn't hurt a tight end as much as a receiver. Is yeah. Yeah. So I don't think all I was saying Pitts, is that like I think if Pitts had a good quarterback, he would be better. That's all I was saying. I know, I'm just like, saying do you, I I don't th- like I don't think it changes a ton. No. But it I think it changes. I think it's more about like Arthur Smith and his offense. Yeah. I think it might just be more. Yeah, I think it might just be Kyle Pitts wasn't 
as good maybe. as he were, maybe was drafted. But I also don't know. I don't know. I'm hesitant on Kincaid and Michael Meyer to that matter. Like, tight ends are just weird. The hit rates are always weird, and it's tough, I think, to find tight ends in, in drafts, especially for fantasy, I guess. And that I, maybe the long time, and I, I think you also have to develop a relationship with the quarterback. Yeah, like 100%. a lot of those guys, like the top guys, all kind of like even like Kittle. Like Kittle's relationship with Jimmy G was really good. Andrews and Lamar had a really. And it took those guys a couple of years mm-hmm. to get there. Like even Andrews was like, um, let's see right now. Like yeah, he started his first year. He was he was like the tight end twenty. And played in all the games, and then the next couple. Now he's been top five tight end mm-hmm. for for the past few years, but he started off bad. So I think with tight ends, you just never know. Yeah. But okay, so who was your who was your four and five? Uh, four, I have Brandon's running backs: uh, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb. Yeah, I think that one should be higher. I think you're right. I I think we should put out three probably. Yeah, he has three top. They could all be top five. top five or six. I think they could all be. They could all finish at one. They could be. Yeah. They could be one, two, and three. Yeah. You would say the lowest likelihood to finish at one would be Jacobs, and he did a lot last year. Yeah. So, yeah, he. Yeah. Probably, yeah. What's your next one? Uh, Reed Morgan's quarterbacks. Uh, Interesting. He's got a million of them. He has Fields, Geno, Aaron Rodgers, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield. See, I don't know if that's that good. Really. He has a lot, but it's you know, a lot of just kind of... Love's uh, projections are also really high. Like, his first game, he's projected over, like, 20 points. And I feel like we just haven't seen, it like, much from him to know, like, how good he's going to be. And it's kind of the same problem as, like... Like, yeah, like, Christian Washington uh, kind of came up big at the end of last year. But um, but they still don't have, like, a... Like, if they, if they still had someone who was, like, a, a really established veteran who knew what they were doing, like, if they had a Devontae Adams, I think I would be like, all right, Love will probably be all right. But it's it's still just such a new offense, I feel like, for me. Yeah, but that's his fourth quarterback. I mean, he has Geno, who is quarterback number five, and Fields, who is quarterback number seven, as his two starters. And then he has Aaron Rodgers on his bench. I like, think I—so whose room would you rather have, him or Anthony's? Quarterbacks? Yeah, Fire. Anthony has Hurts, Prescott, and Daniel Jones. I think I'd rather have Reed's. I think I'd rather have Anthony's. I'd rather have Anthony's. I think I'd rather have Anthony's as well. Because I, I think I think all three of them have the potential to finish inside the top ten. Just like, like I don't think they're like. I'm not super high on Dak. You know that, Jack. I talk, <laughs> I talk bad about Dak like every day. But then like, same with Daniel Jones. I don't really like Daniel Jones, but like rushing and then like Dak has CD like. I don't know. I just I could see. Yeah, I mean, Dax had a really good. Dax had a good fantasy track record. Like, played in twelve games last year, but was still the quarterback eighteen. And he's he's yeah. But I mean, I think Fields, Geno, and Aaron are probably all have the potential to finish inside the top ten at quarterback this year, don't you? Yes, I don't think you can say they don't have the potential. I mean, they were. Yeah, I mean, Rogers was the only one that didn't finish inside the top ten from that group last year, and Rogers yeah. has done it plenty of times before, but. I would feel more confident with Anthony's group, I think, than Reed's. Going week to week, I would rather have... Uh, yeah, I think that's more... If I'm looking at my starting lineup... And, and for the next... Yeah, If we're going years. for the next three, five years, I'd rather have... Yeah, do you... Because I just don't yeah. know if i totally buy... I'd rather have Hurts than Fields. Yeah, I right. definitely would. I think Hurts clears. So, let's, say, so let's, I think, go, let's just go one by one. You, sorry, Eli. I was going to say, I think I could see Hurts finishing as like a top three fancy quarterback but then those two or three guys of on reed's team i feel like if they are like top tens they're kind of 
near the bottom of the top 10. And I think that like, I think there's a tier gap between Hertz and then all the other guys. And I think that's enough. Hertz is, Hertz is almost guaranteed to, if he plays a full season to be a top five fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Well, I have Anthony's at numbers. The next quarterback's at number six. Oh, you do? Right, yeah, oh, okay. I, right I didn't. Next. I didn't remember if you had him on there at all. So that's no, why I have them right next to each other. I think okay. they're both really good. But I just would rather have Reed, just because Reed had so many options. I think he has Fields, he has Geno, and then he has Aaron, he has Love, and he has Baker. He could trade two of them and still be fine. I just don't think who's going to trade for Love and Baker. I think someone can trade for. I think, but he has the option to trade for. He could trade Geno or Aaron, and I think people want those guys. I don't. Why would he give one of those guys up to play Love or Baker? Well, I'd rather have I'd rather have three better options than five options where two or three of them I can't really play. But I think I mean Love. You don't know what he is. I think that's what's yeah true. That's a, a great guy. point. That's a great point. Baker. I mean Baker's still going to be a starting quarterback. But I'm not going to play. When are you ever going to play Baker and be like, "Yep, I'm really happy today going no, into this Buccaneers." No offense, Reed. I know you love. I Baker. probably would have to based off my quarterback situation. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. I mean Reed or like, Pro- um, Duffy even might have to trade for him at the end. Duffy has Stafford and Tannehill, who one of the yeah, guys can get. It. That's I a good mean, point. I just you have the extra starter just sitting there as your fifth guy, and then you have Love, who could be a guy. You have Rodgers, who won two of the last three MVPs, and then Geno and Fields, who are both top ten quarterbacks. And Fields has got a actual number one receiver and gets another year under his belt. Yeah. So. Okay, so Anthony's quarterbacks are six. Then who's seven? Uh, my wide receivers at seven. Cole makes this list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I w- I have AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, Devonta Smith. Um, yeah, no, DJ that's really Moore good. And Marquise yeah. Brown, yeah, so. it's pretty good, yeah. And I, yeah, so I, I think that's a fair eight. Uh, Matthews, Duffy's running backs. Let's see, Duffy's running backs are Eckler, Gibbs, Pierce, Madison, Montgomery, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, he's got a lot of them, but again, two of them are free agents. Two of them are free agents. I don't think. Uh, the the thing about running backs is that Jessica doesn't really matter if you're going to be confident because he does have two extra running backs that you can play. Like he can play Madison and Montgomery. And I don't know about, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm looking at my team and I have like, I have Pollard and Harris who I'm comfortable playing. And then like, other than that, like I'm, I'm scrapping the barrel to be like, yeah, I, I could throw this back up in there and maybe he gets a touchdown or a couple of receptions. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, then, Jack, I really thought about your wide receivers just because you have Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I don't think my receivers are pretty bad other than that either. No. I mean, Keenan. I have Keenan Allen and Godwin mm-hmm. um, and Juju. I thought about Reed's running backs. He has McCaffrey and Henry, but they're just so old that I'd be a little worried about that going forward. Um, Mitch's players under 25. Yeah, I, I like that. that was really interesting. <laughs> um, let me just read off the players he has that are under 25 years old. Trevor Lawrence, Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Chris Olave, Trayvon Burks, Kyle Pitts, um, Bryce Young, Brock Purdy, Davis Mills, uh, Trey, Brian Robinson, there's one more, Elijah Moore. Yeah, he has, that's pretty solid. He's got a really good young core. So I thought that's what I put at my yeah. last one. All right, anything more on the Dynasty League? Okay, let's do like just top of the brain, maybe top five to ten position groups in the nfl we can make this maybe a full segment as the season gets closer but what do we do what room rankings for the nfl because we did this i think did we do this playoffs 
we did like rooms, yeah, where it's yeah. like for just playoff teams. Yeah. So what do we think for right like going into the season? Are we are we doing a quarterback room? I don't know. Like Patrick Mahomes. No, let's do not quarterbacks. This is what I this is why my when I say like I'll do this every once in a while. I think we should do this before the season starts too, like best roster rankings. Where it's like roster to me is quarterback counts in the roster, but it counts as equal to every other position. Or if you're gonna say like best team and quarterback, like obviously the Chiefs don't have the best roster. They have the best team because of Mahomes. Yeah. So yeah. Let's do for rooms no quarterback. Okay. okay. Um first one that comes to my mind, um actually looking at their roster, I might go with a different one. Uh, I was going to say Niners D-line, but I might go Niners linebackers. <laughs> yeah, I would do, Yeah, Niners line with Greenlaw and Warner. Greenlaw and Warner. But then after that, it kind of gets you like Oren Burks, Curtis Robertson, Robert Beal. I've never... I don't know those guys. Yeah, there. but Fred and Dre are like both top 10 linebackers. Yeah. So that's when it's pretty loaded there. Eagles offensive line. I'd say Eagles offensive and defensive line. Yeah. Are, oh, defensive line. I don't know. They got rid of a couple of guys, didn't they? But they got... Jalen Carter. Yeah. Like they had a and top Nolan 10. Smith. And Nolan Smith. Yeah, yeah. never mind. Both. <laughs> I think both of them are still. I'd say offense over defense line. I think their offense line's probably my number one unit in football. That's yeah. totally fair. Um, For the Niners D-line, uh, they have Bosa, Armstead. They got Javon Hargrave yeah. from the Eagles. Um, then they have Cleveland Farrell, Javon Kinlaw, Kerry Hyder, Drake Jackson. So they're pretty. What if we just said the Niners front seven? Yeah, I like yeah because it includes linebackers, Nick Bosa. Yeah, like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa are top one and two at their positions. But I think rooms those are separated. Right, right. I right. think if we just yeah, if we got to create our own groups, then then that would definitely be number one because yeah. you add Fred and Bosa together. But I think position groups are room rankings. Yeah. So yeah, I would say those groups. Um, Bengals. I mean the Bengals receivers. I had pulled up. He's up there. I don't. I don't think they're as dominant as those other groups, though. No. To me, they're in a different team. Like, I mean, Chase and Higgins is a top duo, but I would say, and Tyler Boyd's still good, but he's not what he used to be. I'd say the Eagles' receiving room is definitely up, up just as close. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins' receiving room. Yeah, I Dolphins. Mean, Waddle and Hill room. are the two fastest receivers I mean, in the NFL. Shoot, the Seahawks, Seahawks receiving, receiving room, is, room now with Jackson, Smith, and yeah. Jigba. If Smith and Jigba is good, they, the Seahawks probably have the deepest receiving room. I think yeah. they'll be deeper than the Bengals. Yeah, because then Tyler Lockett's the three, and I'd probably had rather have Lockett than Boyd, right? Yeah, I mean, JSN's the three right now, and yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's fair to put him already above Lockett. But I think... I'm just saying if... But if he plays good JSN's enough to good. go above Lockett. Yeah, or, but I think I'd take... If JSN is good, I would take JSN over Boyd. Yeah, totally. But I'd take the Bengals right now, though. Yeah, I would too, for sure. But I think, yeah, you're right. In terms of duos, the the Dolphins and the Eagles are one and two, right? I think they're one and two. Maybe T and Jamar. T and Jamar are so good. Yeah, like I think, I think, yeah, I think they're. I don't know. That's tough. I do feel like though. Okay, maybe this is a hot take. Maybe I should put this on there. I feel like. T definitely benefits a lot from having Jamar. Jamar. I think I agree with you. Whereas I, I see, like, I look at the the number two, like, I look at Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle, and maybe it's just because I watch them more in college than T Higgins, and they're more exciting. Like, I think they could do it on as being a one. I agree. I think, I think out of the three, I think the most, 
I think the one that could be on their own the like first and do it is Waddle, and then probably then it might be Devonta Smith. I don't know. I, just, I think he I, could. I think he could. I think they're like. I think it's one and then two A, two B. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I think it's. I think it's just my bias of watching Devonta in college, but because that season where he won the Heisman, like I don't know if that'll ever leave my mind. He had like twenty five hundred yards receiving almost in college, and I still yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's just because he's a little more flashy than T, and I don't know T well enough. But that's definitely the, those are definitely the groups. Sorry, were you gonna say something? Um, did Devonta Smith have? He had a whole season with Hertz and without AJ Brown, right? Was that with was that was Hertz a quarterback that whole season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. The year before was the year where yeah. he came in for once. Yeah, yeah. I just I couldn't remember if it was a whole season or not. How, like, yeah, he. I mean, he that played. was his rookie year, right? So it's hard to it's hard to like say like, oh, that's how good he is. As a he had one. sixty four catches, nine hundred sixteen yards, and five touchdowns. So like an okay wide receiver one. He almost yeah, had a thousand yards. But yeah, that, that was that was his rookie yeah, year, and that's pretty and, good. Hertz hasn't really. I think Hertz has developed a lot since then as well, and so. Yeah. I'm gonna look up. Yeah, Hertz played 15 games that season, and he he threw for. He had worse stats in 2021 than Daniel Jones did last year. Hertz threw for right. 3,100 yards. They just ran the football. Yeah, he threw for yeah. 3,100 yards and 16 touchdowns, and. Yeah, Devonta was their leading receiver that year. It was Goddard, and Goddard was second with 830. Just back to that earlier conversation. And then Quez Watkins, Jalen Rager, Kenneth Gainwell were their next. Like, that was their receiving room. So, I were bad. Yeah, very, very bad. Were bad. Very bad. Because I had Devonta Smith that year, and I would get so mad because Quez Watkins would get those stupid, like, 40-yard bombs from Jalen Hurts every once in a while. I remember we did, me and you before the season started, did Waddle for Devonta Smith mm-hmm. straight across, and I was like, oh, they're going to be the exact same player. It doesn't matter. We did it kind of just for fun. And then I, and then I like, was able to play Jalen Waddle in my start. I was like, did I just... And then, like, now it doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. Like they, I think they finished, like, Nine and ten or ten and eleven last year. Like it, yeah. Well, so listen to this. It's, uh, I mean, the twenty twenty one Dolphins was very similar. Like they didn't have Tyree Kill, and it was Tua and Jacoby Brissett. Tua played twelve games. Jacoby Brissett played five. And yeah, Hill had, or Waddle had just over. He had a thousand and fifteen yards. So he had a hundred more, maybe a little less than a hundred more yards than smith so yeah they've had a very similar career mm-hmm. and that's so funny that you two traded for them and yeah i think you're right i think waddle would probably do it before just because he's i think it's just because of his speed yeah mm-hmm. i, I would yeah. take waddle before smith yeah me too but i think if you took any three of them it would you'd be fine yeah i agree i agree um for back to the rooms rankings i think the dolphins best room is their dbs at that's what right I was, now. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Um, Xavier Howard, Deshaun Elliott, Javon Holland, and then they added Jalen Ramsey, who's <sighs> probably about that. Like, he's probably <laughs> the best corner in the league if he's healthy. Like, that's really nasty. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought. Yeah, that I completely forgot they got Jalen Ramsey. Um, at this, yeah, this guy also had the, um, this guy ranked them. He mentioned all the ones that we had. He had the Lions offensive line. That's a, they're like the highest well. one, I think, right? Yeah, they have, I mean, three first-round picks as in Taylor Decker, Penny Sewell, and Frank Ragnall. And then 
Jonah Jackson is their guard who was a third round pick and has be like has been there and then they have a couple guard guys to be their right guard as well. But yeah, that's that's a pretty solid. Frank Ragnar is a good mm-hmm. good center. Um Homer pick, but Seahawks DBs maybe mentioned in there if Witherspoon's a dog. Then you got I forgot about that pick. Witherspoon. If Jamal Adams comes back and Adams, Diggs. Then we signed that guy from New York, I forget his name. Kobe Bryant was a pretty good player last mm-hmm. year too. He mm-hmm. Would you could you throw in if you threw in Debo at running back, you'd say the Niners. <laughs> running backs. Running backs, yeah. <laughs> I was think I was trying to think of running backs. I mean, I think we did like you did like you can do like a skill position rankings. Like I think uh yeah, ESPN did that not too long ago on like just the skill position rankings, which I think they call it like the weapons rankings and they had the Niners number 1 because you have yeah, I mean you have yeah. Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. You got you call it the Niners pass rushers. Like that's pretty hard to to not put up there for sure. Then the Bengals, I think, would probably be number two, right? They had in in the ones that ESPNs did. They did the Niners one, Bengals two, Eagles three, Seahawks four. I was gonna say Bengals three. I mean Eagles three. Yeah, yeah. those are just. It's kind of funny. You look at this and you're like, "Dang!" Like that's why the Eagles and the Niners and the Bengals are so good. And then, yeah. Oh, they have really good <laughs> players at <laughs> almost every position. Uh. Speaking of uh, those teams having good players at every position, did you guys know that Jalen Hurts didn't make the PFF top 50? What? Yeah. yeah. Top 50 players? Top 50 players in the NFL, Jalen Hurts was not on the list. There was four or five quarterbacks on it, and Jalen Hurts was not one of them. I think there was even six. They have, like, Justin Herbert at number four four or something. They had him at, I think he was in, like, the 20s or 30s. Okay. Yeah, they had Lamar. Lamar was 41. He didn't play half the year. Aaron Rodgers, 45. Aaron Rodgers was trash. (laughs) Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate. Yeah, that was bad. PFF is garbage. That was bad. I think we need to... We'll do that before the season starts. We'll give our... I think we've done that every year. We've done it with... We did it with Matthew and Brandon the past couple of years, but we'll do our top 10 players. That'd be fun. Maybe top 20. We can bring it out to this year. Going into the season. Going into the season. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm cool to do that. Oh, should we do the... uh, should we do that and then give their like if they're in Madden, yeah, we're making it. That, give them that, their that'll help us make our overalls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's do a sitcom character draft. Let's do it. Okay, so it. we're gonna draft. So the disclaimer for this is you have to. It has to be from a TV shows we've seen because we're not gonna be those guys that like. We're not gonna pander. Yeah, I just I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, I've never seen this show but i i like i've never seen all i've never seen always sunny that's the one i was gonna bring and yeah i know that like those characters are on list and matthew johnson's probably gonna be pissed at me right now and i'm sorry when you make your own you can do it but (laughs) he's just not gonna be on my list like i can't pick a guy that i've never seen before same with uh how i met your mother yes the guy from that show is like top five in every list that i looked at i've seen how i met your mother but i haven't seen it what's the other um big bang theory I have watched that. That's I've like never watched one of it. my favorite shows. Okay, I've never watched it. So People hate on it so much. It always makes me mad. I've never watched <laughs> it. So. Um, okay, so, the order. Sorry, Cole, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just think we should put like a gra- in the graphic disclaimer. I, I have it. Oh, I, I already have it on there. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Well, no, we'll just say it's from TV shows you haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. 
should I write next to each character what TV show it's from? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Number one pick is me. So the order is we did a random generator before. It's me, Cole, Reed, then Eli. Um. Yeah, I have the first pick. I didn't really want the first pick because it's kind of boring. And don't is, pick him then. No, I'm gonna pick. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I don't know if I'm gonna say that. It's like it's like taking Mahomes. Like it's the boring pick, but you have it's to do right it. Pick. I'm taking Michael Scott from The Office. It's, it's a no brainer. He's on my board. He's number one. He, yeah, he was my number one as well. He was probably yeah. a lot of you guys. Yeah, he's probably everyone's number one that's listening to this. So, yeah, Michael Scott, welcome to the team. Cool. Um. So yeah, this is definitely. I think when the draft starts. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of. Um, I have so many names on my board. That's why I was actually no, never mind. It's this. It's not my spotlight. But I was just gonna say now I'm kind of happy because I had a lot of names. So being trying to pick between a bunch of them would have been hard. I think there's there's other four or five guys who I would be like okay with picking number two here. Um. Oh man, I'm gonna go George Costanza, number two. Uh, it was really I almost said my number three. But I ended up going with him. Um, George Seinfeld, probably one of the saddest characters if you were to meet him in real life. <laughs> but in terms of just watching him, is probably one of the funniest characters. And I think like just how much of an idiot he is and how like <laughs> self-centered he is makes him really funny. And yeah, and George is my number two. I feel good about that. Uh, I also have a couple of guys here to choose from um and i think i might uh keep it in the same same show cosmo kramer baby welcome to the squad i thought uh i had him number two on my board so i'm glad he stuck around so yep cosmo kramer i thought he was maybe maybe gonna slip he did not. Um, we have a poster of him in this very room that we're recording the podcast. Yeah, we have the Kramer painting. He's a loathsome, offensive brute. You know, can't <laughs> look away. <laughs> That's the quote, not what Eli thinks of him. Yes, that is the quote from <laughs> the show. Blue. It is on the poster. It's also in the show. Um, okay, I got two here, right? Yeah, you do get two picks. It's a snake. Man. Um... I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go, Joey. Joey Tribbiani. Ah, Joey Tribbiani from Friends. He, um, we were talking about this with with my mom at lunch today, uh, telling her we were doing this draft, and she was like, "I would do it based on like people I want to be friends with." Joey's Joey would be a great just. Just a boy. Yeah, he's just a homie. He's just a boy. Like, yeah, he'd be. Yeah. Yeah, good pick. He was on my board, not going to lie. He was on mine, too. He was. Yeah, I had him. I had him as well. This is one of the rare drafts where I think we have like a very. We all probably have very similar boards. It's going to be like, what order Mm -hmm. do we all have them in? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to do it. My next pick, I'm gonna do Dwight K. Dwight K. Fruit. Ah, yep, that was not a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> you had to. I had to. I had to. Oh, whoa! What the heck? Hold on. I'm trying to. Can you guys keep track of your own picks? Yeah. Uh, so that I, I can. I'll just write them on my 
on the draft board later yeah. on yeah. the graphic. I've been keeping track of everyone's just so I don't. Okay, someone's you. already been yeah. picked because that's. I think I've definitely done that before, and that's the most embarrassing thing <laughs> you could ever do. <laughs> um, so it's back to me, right? Okay. Uh, my number three is actually still on the board. I'm gonna go with Phil Dunphy. Dang uh, it, man! Uh, Dang it! I was very surprised that he got back with uh, me. Uh, uh, Phil, Dun- like watching Modern Family, and just everything that comes out of his mouth or that he does is the funniest thing ever. So yeah, Phil Dunphy, Modern Family. Welcome to the squad. I saw like a. Here's who I was really debating to at number two, and I saw a montage of all the way he's like answers the phone, where he's like the f- different ways of like saying hello. It is so awesome. Like, uh, he's so good. Ohio, uh, yellow. <laughs> so good. Um, oh man, good pick. Um, I had three guys who I was really hoping one would fall to me. Did Ron Swanson? Dang it, red. man! He was there. Really? That was my number five. Gosh, Welcome to the squad, Ron. Gosh, dang it. Okay. Um, well, now I'm upset, man, because. The last, both of the last two picks, I would have picked them if they were there. I would have been happy. So, but I'm really happy with Ron too. I think. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, the, that one overall pick kind of that. No, there's a tear gap because it, now there, yeah. it didn't get. There's some. There's there's good ones left though. I there's, mean, there's a, it's, it becomes more niche. I feel like that was yeah. like everyone universally uh, loves those guys, yeah. and now you're like. All right, I'm going to take, yeah, this is, I, Cole's right. This is where it becomes niche, and this is where, yeah, I'm not going to pander to the people. I'm trying to think too much about, like, what what are other people going to like. I don't really care. I'm going to go with the guys that I like. I'm going to go Schmidt from New Girl. Oh, I have him on pick, my list. Jack. That's a good cool. pick, Jack. Good pick. Have you guys noticed we haven't picked a woman yet? <laughs> I, I noticed <laughs> that when I made my board. I noticed that when I made my board that I didn't have. Any. I was like, should I put Leslie Nope no. on it? And I was like, mm, nope. nope. <laughs> but speaking of Parks and Rec, I'm gonna go back to Parks and Rec for my next one. I'm gonna go Andy Dwyer. Oh, good. Um, I just love like Chris Pratt is so funny. There's just some of the little things that Andy does in that that show. He, he his character cracks me up. So yeah, there's some other ones I could go with, but but I'm gonna go with Andy and Schmidt. All right, so that goes back to me. Man, two guys again. I think one could... I think one is going to come. I'm going to go Cam from Modern Family. Dang it, Cole. That Cam was my... That was a sleeper. Cam is so... F- the, like, what was the one... He has, a, he has a scene where he does like a... He goes back home to Missouri, and he does like a pig yell, like to gather <laughs> all the pigs. See? <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that he's just this massive gay man and he's like the high school football coach too. Like, oh my god! Or when um he like hits a kid in the head with a football and he runs after him with his hands. Oh, there's a good one too when he's the he's like the interim music teacher. Yes, he like walks in and tries to make a joke and nobody laughs. And I think Luke is sitting there in the class. He goes. Awkward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no! He goes. He goes. Train wreck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that show is so funny. That's yeah. so, so well written. So yeah. good. Uh, is it back to me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one's kind of a sleeper pick, uh, but I'm gonna take a. Uh, Tobias Fumke yeah. from Arrested Man. Development. It's a great. That pick. literally was who I was deciding. I was like, I don't think they're gonna pick up no i i had him kind of i had him sneaky high just dude 
the first couple episodes when they're like, why is he wearing cut-off jean shorts under his pants? But he's a never dude. <laughs> oh, he's so... Oh, and then so I good. wanted to be part of the blue man group. Uh, <laughs> and it's just a, a sad, like a men's like support group. <laughs> he shows up painted. <laughs> With his cut-off still on. That's so good. Welcome I, to the squad, Tobias. I forget about that show so I haven't, often. I haven't watched the whole thing. But th- you're right. The first like ten episodes, twenty episodes, like he's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I think I've watched. I think I've watched the whole thing once or twice. But it's been yeah, it's been I years since I've watched any of it. So I don't. Yeah. Um. All right. This is. It's tough because this is like an example of what Jack said earlier. I have indeed watched. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. So this is not. I've watched it. I haven't, I don't Prove think it. <laughs> Prove Re- it. Read us the script from your head. <laughs> there's like, I don't know if I finished it because there's like 16 seasons or something, but I've seen like 11 or 12. I don't know. I've seen it. I just want to clarify because I know that was our example as like, we're not going to do Pander Picks like it's always sunny. I've seen always sunny. That's fair. I'm That's sure fair. it's really funny. I just haven't it's, seen it. I yeah, exactly. I, I think it's very funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, um, I got to pick between two guys. I'm gonna go with Frank, Danny DeVito's character. Good pick from yeah. Always Sunny. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna pretend like I. We're not gonna have any laughs about that. Exactly. One. Yeah, that, <laughs> and that's totally okay. Danny DeVito is a funny guy, though. Danny yeah. DeVito is hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, Frank from Always Sunny. He's a system player. It's mm-hmm. a good system. <laughs> it's plug and play. You can <laughs> put him anywhere, he, and he just. He's versatile. Um. Man, my last pick. I feel like this is I feel like this is kind of a cheap move given my other pick. Um but I think I'm gonna keep the duo together and go Chandler. Oh, Joey and Chandler. Nice. He was on my board. He was on mine too. I, I like I think I like Chandler more than like I think I have him higher in the friends ranking than most people do. Like I yeah. love Chandler and so I mean those are one and two. Yeah. 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 I think Chandler has some He's definitely got seasons. Like he's not. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think when I think he gets Joey, all skinny and stuff, yeah, kind of goes with his drugs, alcoholism. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, like that. Joey, Joey is solid all the way through. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chandler has funnier seasons. And yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, his transformation is wild. Actually, and then when he gets with Monica, he becomes a lot less cool. Yeah, yeah he tends yeah. to be like a yeah. But you're right. Like, like I think docile. like seasons like two through four of Friends, Chandler's top top notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, back to so your team. You're 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 done, Eli. I'm done. Yeah, Joey, Dwight, Frank, and Chandler. I like that team. Yeah, solid. That's a motley crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, uh, I have three three players left on my board that I could choose from. Uh, two from the same show. Nice. Um, and I think I'm gonna go with one of them. I'm going to go uh, with Kelso from that 70s show. Mm. Uh, Is that Ashton Kutcher's It's character? Ashton Kutcher's I haven't character. seen the whole thing. So. Um, I, I watched it. I've watched it through a couple of times, and I haven't done it in a while, but every time I do, I just forget how funny he is. Yeah. And, like, I, I really like Ashton Kutcher in, like, 
everything that I've seen him in, and then just watching that, I just like forget that he's in it, and then he shows up. Damn, Jackie! Oh my god, he's so funny, dude. So yeah, All right, welcome to the squad. <laughs> There's still so much value left on my board. Yeah, we're going to have some fun honorable mentions. Um, man. Man, I'm deciding between two characters. Three. I'm going to show Reed. Wait. This is horrible podcasting, Cole. Sorry. Number five is not bad. Yeah. I'm going to go Joe Bluth from Arrested Development. Nice. Um, Yeah, I think that's... I have one of every show then. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to finish from, man, like there's, there is definitely a couple that I'm going to miss and that I'm bummed about. And, but I kind of wanted to go from a different show as well. So then I have one from, from different shows. This is a show we haven't mentioned yet. Um, I'm going to go Stewie Griffin. Uh, <laughs> are we counting that as a I don't know. What did we think? Because I, I saw know. it on list, but I, like, I saw Homer Simpson as one on multiple, and I was like, oh, that doesn't count. Because it's like an animated, but I don't, but I don't know. It's a situational comedy. I don't know. I'm fine with changing it if we don't want it. I didn't put him on my list because I th- I would have picked Peter Griffin. Okay, then I'll take him off. Then I'll take him if off. I know. Um. Okay. Then I'll just I'll just go with Jim. Then I'll go with Jim Halpert. That's a good pick. It's a good pick. That's a that's a very good. Pick. I completely forgot about Jim. He's not like the funniest. Like he's not like the weird funny, but I just think he's like one of the most relatable characters in any TV show. And I had a friend once. I'm not going to give any names for this friend, but I have a I have a close friend once that he called me while he was at while he was in while we were in college. He goes, "Dude, a girl just said that I remind her of Jim Halpert." And I think I'm in love. <laughs> I was like, dude, that might be like one of the best compliments you can ever get. He is like sneaky, super funny. Oh, he's show. hilarious. Like, yeah. Those scenes, because he's always like, like in that office, everybody is like wild and like says out of pocket stuff all the time. And then like, they just like kind of zoom in on him and he kind of like looks at the camera. Yeah. With, like these funny faces. Like, he's yeah, he's he one is. of the more... Because everybody else is just weird and crazy. Like, mm-hmm. that's why they're so funny. But Jim is funny and normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite lines is when he's like, I did play soccer in fourth grade. <laughs> I was in the orange team. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, was it him when uh, Michael came in? I was like, I hit a speed bump on yeah. the freeway. Yeah. I was like, I wonder who Michael hit when he was driving to work. <laughs> uh, all right, honorable mentions. Oh, do we just, uh, let's go through each team. Oh, yeah. Um, I had Michael Scott. Schmidt from New Girl, Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec, and, and Jim Halbert. Uh, I had George Costanza, Ron Swanson, Cameron Tucker, and Joe Bluth. I had Cosmo Kramer, Phil Dunphy, Tobias Funke, and Michael Kelso. <clears throat> I had Joey Tribbiani, Dwight Schrute, Frank from It's Always Sunny, and Chandler Bing. I like it, boys. Honorable mentions? Um, I had Winston. From New Girl, who was yeah. very close to picking. I had Nick from New Girl too. Nick, I don't know I why I think Nick is so funny. I think Nick's like when he like does like the stuff he's like afraid of. Like, it's so funny. Um, Phoebe from Friends. Is that just because you need to put a girl in there? I yeah. was just gonna say, is she the in our circle right now? Would she be the highest female in your guys's list? I would. 
A I lane? Would, I would say a lane might be on mine. I think I think I'd have a lane higher. I think I, I like Phoebe too. Those, I like are, Phoebe, but I think it's I I think for me I just also like I like Seinfeld better than Friends. Right. You you know who I think is really funny too is Erin from The Office. Like Yeah, she is If she funny. was there for longer and had more like, lines, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh Kevin. No, Kevin was I was I was gonna say I didn't I he, didn't think he's about that. he's like um I think we could do a whole one of like niche like uh, background, background sitcom character. characters yeah, yeah. because Kevin just doesn't have enough lines to be like that was who I was debating between is Kevin and Jim and I was like Jim's just way like he has way more Kevin Kevin has probably episodes where he doesn't say a word yeah right whereas like arguably throughout the whole show like all seasons made Jim is like the main like right. he's there the entire time. Michael's obviously pretty much the right. main character, but he leaves before the show's yeah. over. So. Yeah, I had, I mean Jerry Seinfeld as well was when he was left off. That was he's a he's a tough one though, <laughs> just because like his character is like kind of boring, right? And his acting is like kind of eh. yeah. He's still he's in, like he's incredibly funny. Like I love I love Jerry Seinfeld, um, but yeah, he like. George Kramer and maybe even Elaine I think I think go Jerry's before funnier me. than a, Elaine sometimes makes me mad. Jerry's yeah, funny. <laughs> Jerry's same. funnier than Elaine, but I think um yeah. I think another from that show, I think Newman could make the list. I think Newman would be is in hilarious. The niche. He'd he would be that's perfect. He'd be yeah, cuz every time he's there he's hilarious. Yeah. What he's doing is funny. Yeah. And he's like he's just a weird dude like yeah. down the hall. Oh, Newman. <laughs> yeah. I think we could do like a niche for like all TV shows. Like I have like three in my mind right now that would be really cool. Like for like, like what do you mean? Cad Bane from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> Newman. So um, like, what would the be? I, I'm totally down to do this, but like, what would be our? How how would you know that this person's niche enough? Or maybe that's not even the right word. What if word. it's background characters? Background characters? It's not so like a star of the they show. They just can't be in the top, like, three characters of the show. Like, if you go, like, to their IMDb, I think, they're not like, in the top whatever. I don't know, five, six? Yeah. Or, or just don't like, make the credits not... of the theme song. How about that? I don't know how to look that up. But, like, if you've <laughs> seen the show, like, you know, when, like, in the office they do, like, Starring, they do all of them in the office, though. Not like Kevin and. I think at the it does it at the at the end. They'll like go through the like four main ones, and then I think that's too. Yeah, if you if you've seen the show, like Cad Bane, for example, you're not gonna pick Obi Wan. You're not gonna pick Anakin. But like you could, like Cad Bane. Yeah, we can dispute it. I guess as I yeah, when we when we bring it up, Cad Bane's a great example. No, he's too big, oh, I think. You think? He's not in every episode. No, you're right. You. But I think... Not in the Clone Wars, but as far as like yeah. Star Wars goes, he's known as, like, out of the Jedi Masters, he has, like, the best lightsaber ability. I would say... I would say Cad... False. <laughs> <laughs> no. I would say Cad is a background character. Mace is... More of a Mace. I would have more of a... I would have more of a gripe with Mace. Okay. Yeah. But then... Because like, those are different than, like, The Office, where, like... Kevin is a back background character in the office. Like he's not Michael Dwight, Jim, Pam. Yeah. Creed. Yeah. Oh, Creed would a hundred. He almost yeah. made, I almost drafted I him almost, here. I know. I almost. He's a hundred. He, he might be the one one in. <laughs> he's a, he's <laughs> a top background character for sure. Oh, this uh, could be fun. This would be really fun. Do a background else? character draft. Who else got left off? 
Cammy um, from Parks and Rec as a niche character. Oh, uh, yeah. John Ralphio. I mean, that's John, Eli. John Ralphio. That's yeah. Eli's John Ralphio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Ralphio is so funny. I love that. I love his character so much. Um, the The guy who doesn't talk in New Girl, the old grandpa. Oh, Tran. <laughs> Tran. Tran. <laughs> Isn't that like his his like Chinese like friend that yeah. <laughs> he met at the park? It's like his like best friend. <laughs> that, he's such a great background character. Oh, that's a good one. You know, Bob Sacamano. But he's not Kramer's, in it. Ever. I know, but he's mentioned in like almost every episode. You know, my buddy Bob Sacamano. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, well, now the, the, this could be good. I think we should do that one next. Maybe when Cole gets back in Boise. Um, speaking of that, what else do we got? So I'm gone. We might be able to do a pod sometime this week, but if not, I'm gone the next week. I think maybe we just take those two weeks off from the pod. And then football season. And then we hit the ground running with football season. Like, we've got a... Power rankings. So, that's what... I'm, I was just going to say, what are our... Me and Eli... I don't know. Do we... Do we... This might be a me and you sidebar. Do we keep the tradition going with Matthew and Brandon of doing our win totals with them? Or do we do all of us? Maybe we just hop on a Zoom with... You guys can hop on a Zoom with Matthew and Brandon. But we've done win totals over-unders with them every year. Wait, so like you did the one with us last year and one with them? I think last year we just did power rankings with you guys. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we did win totals as a house. Yeah. Oh, I, I no, think, we did. I thought, I thought you were talking about like our picks every week. No, no. We would just do at the beginning of the year, we go through each win total and say if we're yeah. going to do over over under yeah they, they release like the the betting odds for over under win totals yeah why don't we just do we it do, all together yeah, yeah that's what i was saying we should do it all, we can do it all together yeah. no those should be two separate ones you think the over unders took takes like an hour and a half yeah the, the over under win total is a big one because we talk about each team okay yeah and when it, there's because i mean the people that set the lines are like pretty smart and so a lot of them are pretty close we're all kind of like split and then sometimes on some of the like bigger ones i love going through like their schedules and being like all right win 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 probably a loss definitely a loss like maybe like it's fun looking through their schedules like we yeah it's a pretty long one yeah so we got those two we got the power rankings we got the and we'll do the power rankings again we'll do a consensus because that's a lot that was cool. The like, yeah. and the colors changed. Yeah, <laughs> it was really cool do, what you did with the I, colors. I know how to do? I was listening to our pod the other day, and Reed was like, "Whoa, the colors changed." I was like, "Yeah, I'm Excel certified. <laughs> I know the conditional format. I already know the Jets are going to be a hot topic. Someone's going to have a, like mostly that. Yeah, that's why it's yeah. That's going to be fun. We that gotta, was that was a cool thing about the colors. It'd be like all green, and then like a little yellow, maybe, and then there'd just be like a red in the middle. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um. I think we should also. I was. Ta- I think we were talking about this. We might have been talking it off air um, after our last pod, but we need to do. We need to have some sort of punishment or something for the picks. Yeah, because we kind of fell off that last year, and I at least like listening to part of my take. Like that's half the reason I tune in to them doing their picks and stuff is because they actually like take them super seriously because they have a big punishment at the end. And so, loser has to jump into the Boise River after the football season. Something like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's dangerous, Mike. Hypothermia. Let's do it. We'll set in. <laughs> but we got it. Yeah, we got to have something. something out. Where like, yeah, that we just instead of just being like, all right, let's do our picks. It's like ten minutes, and then we just do. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really look at the numbers, the lines this week. I'm just gonna choose this team. Like, I want it to be like shoot, I need to make sure I actually look at my picks this week because 
if I if I mess it up, like I'm gonna have to do something I really don't want to do. Here's an idea for the punishment. Like we can all come up with some or whatever. But what if on the Instagram we like posted like uh like same thing you do with like the hot takes where people can like write something in and send it, and we just like pick a couple from that. Yeah, and then like put up a poll. Like we choose a few, and then like you can like we can all vote on what the punishment should be and like that way whoever's listening can vote on it Mm -hmm. uh so here's this now we're just now we're just in free form talk um i saw this tiktok the other day about like ways to improve your fantasy league and they had rivalry reek (laughs) for that's kind of sick you have the person go in for the schedule and like the commissioner not the person the commissioner go in and like like for our dynasty league, we do two of them a week or a year. So I think like like Reed versus Anthony. That's not even fair though. <laughs> like last year was a stretch. Me beating him once was a stretch. His team is so much better than mine. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. Like there would be some. It have to be like me versus Mitch because he always talks the most to me. <laughs> but I don't know. We do like I don't know. I just think that'd be fun. That do some that would, like yeah, that'd be cool. Like a rivalry week every year and um. Yeah, I don't know. There are some other ones too, but because you can, as a commissioner, can you mess with the schedule? I can. Yeah, like I can press. Like, I can even just press like randomize, and it'll change the. Okay, it's like if we if we all like figured out a rival, like you could make it so we all play each other in the same week. Yeah, so I could be like, all right, this week's rivalry week. Like, let's. I don't know. I, I don't know, come up with something fun or I don't know, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, sticking to fantasy talk. So I've told, I don't know if I've told, I don't think I've told you guys yet. I've talked to you about it, but I got invited to do a 16-team uh, PPR keeper league. And it's with a guy, a couple of guys I work with, and like one of them set it up with a bunch of his friends and they needed a couple extra guys got got us and uh and we were talking about it the other day and it in a league that big snake draft i I was thinking about it i think i'd want like pick like 13 12 or 13 right like do you if you don't don't have like the top like if you don't have like a top three or three i don't think i want i don't think i want a first six because then you're not gonna go again for like you're gonna get all the way like yeah you'll get yeah, Christian but, McCaffrey, but then, but then you're gonna get all the way around, and it's like you're gonna get. But then you'd get. I don't know. Then you'd get two, like you'd get a top one in the third. Right, but I think I'd have two close together at the beginning and get two of the like top guys, then a really good guy, and then like two like guys who are like oh, pretty good. Let me let me look up like a. Um, I'm gonna look up like a 16 team mock draft because. The way I look at it is right now, like Mahomes and Josh Allen, their ADP is beginning to middle of the second round. Just based off of what happened last year, usually quarterbacks don't get taken early in fantasy, even like the good ones. But now it's kind of switching. And it's like in a team that, in a league with 16 teams, I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, okay, if I can get Patrick Mahomes at, at 12. And he and he gives me thirty five, thirty, just more than twenty something every week. Like that guarantee plus another player on the back coming back around. Like I feel like that is what could 
do it. When you said keeper, do you keep your whole team or do you no, just keep like a keeper, a one player keeper? Oh, one player keeper. keeping your whole team would be dynasty. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was going to say. I was thinking. I was thinking dynasty the whole time. I was like, oh. Okay, so so what? So you were debating between like what what pick? Like, so I'm th- I'm just looking like if it's sixteen teams, I'm thinking like first. Obviously, sixteen's not. No, no, no totally. But I'm just looking like if it was fifteen, it's f- one through five. Six through ten, eleven through fifteen, or what? like the beginning, middle, and end. I think I'd rather be at the beginning of the end. So I'm I'm looking at this mock draft. That's why I just want to know. Okay. So let's say it's what do you want? Twelve. Say yes, like 12 eleven or versus, twelve. Versus. Okay. Do you rather? Would you rather have Josh Jacobs or Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill. Okay. So you're signing the twelfth. Okay. And then versus, would you rather have Eckler, Saquon, Jonathan Taylor, Justin Jefferson? Wait, Eckler. Uh, is this? Are you saying like with Tyreek Hill? No, this okay, is a like, different. No. No, this is I'll separate. Take all of them with Tyreek. <laughs> I kind of want them all on my team. No, this uh, is separate. Let's uh, say Eckler. Let's say Eckler. Okay. So that's the one of three. So okay. Then you would have Tyreek Hill and and Diggs or. Eckler, wow, that's funny. Eckler, Keenan Allen, Devonta Smith, or James Conner, Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs. So I'd rather have Eckler. The yeah, Eckler. so that's the top. It is? That's, Eckler's the number three pick. Okay. What is like, like who, who? I don't know. This mock draft is kind of weird. I'll do a, I'll do one on like fantasy pros right now. So like PPR. What, was, what was that last one on? Um, that was just like a website that did it, but I mean, they go. I mean, it's like McCaffrey, Jefferson, Cup, Chase, Eckler, Barkley. See, like the way I look at it is, if I have a pick at the end of that, at the end of the first round, I can get two good players and then um i yeah i'm just saying then your third like you wait a long time for that third and fourth my third and fourth but then like the opposite it's like yeah i could get tyreek hill early or whoever it is early eckler early whatever and then i could have my next two picks could be james connor and uh like some other like I don't know like two like okay I don't know two okay players I just I was just wondering what you guys thought if you'd rather have an early pick and have to wait like almost thirty picks to get back or I don't know to your second I, I don't know I think it all kind of evens out because sometimes like when you, even when you get that turn on the end like. You'll get that turn, you get two players, but then you won't get a player for, like... Then your third player is, like, really bad. Right, but there's a chance that you might get your good player, and then your second and third are really bad. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I think you are gonna. You could just talk yourself in circles. Either, so that's a problem. I, yeah, I was just wondering I what you guys thought. Because I've, I've, I've never done bigger than 10 teams. Really? You've never done 12? I've never done 12. That's wild. I think I'd rather... I'd just rather have two good wide receivers and then see what's 
Especially, yeah, especially in PPR. Like, mm-hmm. if you have two good receivers that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Figure yeah. it out later. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think I agree. But Problem is. All the running backs probably go. Like, all the good ones are probably gone by, like, the third round. And so it's. Oh, yeah. Oh, then, I should probably, then I should probably take one of my first two picks as a running back. And then. Yeah. But it is also. It's a keeper league. So at the end. Of the draft, I don't know. I'll probably just start taking chances on like rookies, and I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. Yeah, I've never done. I've never done the, a league that big, and I've never played keeper. So I'm so excited for the guillotine. Yeah, I know that's gonna be cool. Is that? Oh, have we figured out how we're gonna set that up yet? Um, I don't. I think I should. I think we should just do it on the on the other website. Like there's like a special. There's like, there's like a, a guillotine, guillotine league website. Yeah. Oh really? I think that'd be easier than doing it on Sleeper, where I have to like I have to go in and remove a team each week and send their players to waivers. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Is there a way in that on that guillotine website? If you get out, can you still like? Are you still? Can you still like look at the matchups and stuff? I think so. I hope so. Like, I mean, sorry, we all live this, together, so if like, like, what if we all got out like the first like five weeks? <laughs> that'd be, that'd be, that'd be such a bummer. That, 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 that would suck. I think a we're gonna dis- disband an entire sports podcast for the first five out. In the- That's the thing. Me and Jack were talking about that the other day when we were uh, driving to the vault. He's like, he's like. I'm like really excited for it, but what if I just get out week one? Then it's just like, well, that's the, <laughs> that's part of the thrill. I was thinking about that too. I was like, yeah, I, that's one of those things where I could see myself getting so hyped for the draft, and then week one I get like, and I you could have a good like team, yeah. and then like say like say you get like Saquon, and then like, oh my gosh, he sits out week one, and it's like, well, all right, trash, yep. your team's done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because how many how many teams are in that? That's a big one, right? 18 yeah okay. yeah like one for every week and then so one, yeah one one time a week or every week someone gets eliminated yeah oh. yeah if before the the waivers start filling yeah, up like <laughs> if you had like if one of your if one of your top two or three picks got yeah injured like you're probably just gonna lose well, i just think it's so funny like your just whole thing could go down in flames like if you were you can be like the top scorer in weeks one through five and like have all your money saved up because you're like, oh, I'm gonna like, I'm I'm the top scorer, like all my players are playing well. I'm not gonna spend any money on free agency. Like I'm gonna save my money until all these guys, like better players, start getting eliminated. And then you have like two guys get hurt in a game, and your players start sucking, and like you go from being the best player in the league to like gone. Well, like last year, like Clyde Edwards, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was like 25 a week for the first three last season, and then he just like disappeared. Yep. I, so like stuff like that. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I'm, I'm excited, but I definitely think I'll probably get out really quick. Yeah. That just always. Happens. I'm setting my expectations just low luck. for that one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. What's my personal expectation? I feel like also sometimes I'll like forget to like change something in my lineup or whatever, and then it's like I'm watching the morning games. So like, oh no. I'm playing that guy, and he's on a bye week. Yeah, it's gonna be. I feel it's gonna get stressful because the games are gonna be, especially early on. It's gonna be pretty low scoring, and then you're gonna have like some like third, third or fourth string receiver who's like I don't even know if we have benches or not, but like, like some player maybe on the other team. You're playing against a team, and then he's like his the last pick is like 
the third string receiver on a crappy team and he's going to catch like one touchdown and that's going to be it and that's going to push it over the edge is it um is it regular scoring or is it best ball i think uh, that's a good question probably regular scoring okay but we'll see i've never done a best ball league either yeah me neither you ever play best ball so it's like you draft a bunch of players and you don't like set a lineup. It just takes your best oh, scores gotcha, for each. Gotcha, like gotcha. it takes your best quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, tight end, kicker, defense. So you could have like, like two tight ends and it's like whichever one plays better, you take that score. So the uh fantasy footballers always they they do a bunch of those drafts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Cool, 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 cool. Good pod, fellas. Yes. I'm gonna finish making this graphic, and then I'll post the results of our draft. Look at this graph. Rock the house. Rock the house. <laughs>